0: I'm going to talk today about a topic that um, I think is extremely important for everybody um, because the Lord is in the business of setting the captives free. The Lord is in the business of setting the captives free. And there is an, an aspect... That we need to be set free from. I think everybody has this in them. That the Lord may have, may have, the desire to set us free from. And I'm going to talk about that. Some people won't agree with it like, um, like theologically, but it is absolute fact that this is something we all deal with, it's something that we all need to be set free from, and May God and I set us free from these things, and he will set us free, even if it's not through us, it's through our kids. And this is often called, in deliverance circles, it's called generational curses. Anyone hear the term generational curse? I'm not a huge fan of the term generational <laughs> curse. Because sometimes it is like a curse, a generational curse, but I see it more sometimes as a generational stronghold. Something that's there, that's in your generational line. I mean, we know it in the natural, right? Like we, we obviously we inherit things from our parents. There's, that's, that's no duh, we inherit from our parents, it's in our DNA, it's in our genetics, right? But what about the concept that something that wasn't there can kind of latch on to our genetics, to our DNA, and kind of get passed down, and something that Adonai wants to heal, and as I said, it may not be healed through you, it may be healed through your kids or your grandkids. Because we must understand that even if there is a generational stronghold that's within us, it's not up to us to be delivered from. it. It is up to our Father. And our standing with Adonai has nothing to do with our ability to say, okay, I recognize it and it's gone because the Lord will do this. And our standing before him is, is already taken care of through the one who took the curse upon himself. So know that. But there are, I believe it is a spiritual fact that there are strongholds, there are things that can come to us and down through us to our kids that came, up, came from us, from our parents or our grandparents or our great-grandparents. The root of this in Scripture is actually in the Ten Commandments. Not everybody knows that, but the, the reference to these generational strongholds is actually in the Ten Commandments. The Second Commandment, which is pertaining to idolatry, It says, you know, know, don't worship any other god but God. For I am a jealous God who will visit iniquity down to the third and fourth generation. But remain faithful to a thousand for those who love me. So this concept of an iniquity visiting three or four generations down is ingrained even in the Ten Commandments. That's in commandment number two. Even in the place in Scripture where God talks, he had Moses up and, and Moses, like he was hiding behind the cleft of the rock, and he wouldn't see his face, but he only saw his back, and the Lord passed before him and you know, closed his eyes as he passed, and he, and he pronounced who he is. The Lord pronounced like his, his, his divine attributes to Moses as he passed. And one of those attributes is, I will visit the iniquity upon three or four generations. I am a God who forgives iniquity, but I will, I will, I will visit the iniquity to three and four generations. So let me explain what's happening here, how I perceive this, and um, is how I read this. Number one, this, the iniquity can, will be visited. Visit. To the third and fourth generation. The Hebrew word there for visit is pakad. Visit. Sounds like Captain Pakad. (laughs) For those from the Boston area. That's how you remember it. But it just means visit. The first time you see pakad in the Torah is God visited Sarah. It's a visit. You know? You're coming for a visit. Come in. Exactly. You open the door and, and there it is. So the iniquity, it's not part of you. Okay? It's God allowing it to be visited to you. It is a visitor. It is not a part of you until you partake of the sin. Then it then it becomes, you know, then it's something that, that the Lord and you are gonna to have to deal with. But at this point, it's not like He's saying you're gonna sin like your father sins. And I'm going to punish you or something like that. It has nothing to do with that. You are, it says he will visit the iniquity to three and four generations down. So it's not yours. It, it, it is something that would happen three or four generations up. But he allows it to be visited to you. Do you understand what it means to be visited? It's a visitor. He doesn't live in the house. The visitor does not live in the house. He is seeking entry into the house. But he is just a visitor until we allow women to the house, right? Second thing from this is that it is three or four generations. And I believe that to be because it happened you see that multiple times in scripture, and it's something that he will allow three or four generations and no more. So if you are dealing with a generational stronghold that came up the line, it could have been from your parents, your grandparents, your great-grandparents, or your great-great-grandparents. And it's just kind of far enough where you have no idea where it came from. Right? Like sometimes, like, sometimes you can see, like, your dad, and we know our parents, and we know the things they struggle with, and sometimes we even see it in ourselves. I mean, does anybody relate to that? We're like, you know, like, your parents struggled with this, and I've struggled with it too. So that's kind of easy to see, you know? But sometimes, sometimes it comes to us and we really don't know. So if we're dealing with something, and we're like, where did this come from? Like, when I was dealing, I'm just going to say it because I'm, I'm honest up here. <laughs> I'm uninhibited up here. So, like, when I was addicted to pornography, like, years ago, like, I think about that. I'm like, where did that come from? Like, I don't know. Like, I, my parents, they, they didn't, I don't think they were addicted to it. I, I didn't know my grandparents on my dad's side. They died before I was born. I knew them on my mom's side, and I don't I don't think they were addicted. Like, where does this stuff come from? <laughs> what, Grandma? <laughs> <laughs> All right, there was one time, I may have to take this off the podcast, there was one time I knocked on Grandma's door in Brooklyn and broke them and said, hold on, I'm watching some porn. <laughs> I'm like, Grandma? And she goes, it's soft porn, don't worry. It's only soft porn. <laughs> It's just the Spice Network, it comes with the cable! Uh, I don't know, so maybe it came from that, I don't know. So anyway, so then all of a sudden it comes down, you know? Like there's this thing, like somebody in our, our, our lineage, three or four up, is dealing with this thing, and now all of a sudden it's coming down because a stronghold came in. Right? And I believe so passionately that Adonai, he's going to destroy these things. He's going to heal of these things. It is his will that these things get taken care of. That's why it says three, three or four generations and no more. It even says in one place that like when he's talking to Abraham that you're not going to enter into the land until the sin of the Amorites, you know, take its course. It'll be four generations. Okay. So we see, and we see that with David, you know, King David, he had sexual sin, and then we see his son uh, uh, Solomon also, you know, with a lot of sexual sin. So these things can come down. Do you understand? Do you understand that some of the things that we deal with, some of them are coming from our ancestors. That's called what I think is a generational stronghold. And there is something to do about that. We see it with, um, with, 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 the, with the patriarchs. We see it in this Torah portion. We see it so much with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob that there's repeating patterns. Okay? And it doesn't mean that, that if we're dealing with it that we're being punished for the sins of our fathers. It does not mean that. The Lord makes it very clear. There's, there's this one part in Ezekiel when God makes it really, really clear that we're not punished for the sins of our fathers. We're punished only for our own sins. If he chooses to, because he deals with us with grace because he sees Yeshua. But if he elects, okay, I'm going to take out this sin is going to be dealt with, it's for our own sins. It's not because of the sins of our fathers. There was a an expression that came about in the Babylonian exile where they were saying, you could read it, uh, where it says, uh, they were saying, the, the fathers ate sour grapes and the children's teeth are set on edge. That essentially means our fathers screwed up and we're the ones getting punished. And the Lord is very clear saying, no, absolutely not. Right? He deals with us as individuals. He's not going to deal with us because of a sin of our fathers. But, it's, but it, that, that sin of our fathers can be passed to us. It can visit us. And then we potentially can pay it mind. And then we kind of find owning this thing. And the Lord is looking to kick this thing. And he's looking to kick it. He's looking to kick it in one of two ways. He will cast this thing out of your generational line. Okay, but I think even also there's a time when it just will kind of run its course, right? Like, all right, I'm gonna say this. So, I come from a a house that was a post-Holocaust Jewish house. Okay, where my my grandparents, they of course dealt with it. You know, uh, my parents, my mother was born right in that time. So there was a lot, and the, you know, my grandparents, they fled Europe, you know, I have uncles that fled, I have, I have aunts and uncles that didn't make it out of the Holocaust, I have aunts and uncles that made it out of the Holocaust. Anyway, so this is the environment I grew up in, okay? And when you're dealing with sin, whether it's like when you're the perpetrator, like you're an anti-Semite, you have that root in you and that could potentially get cast down. I tell you this from experience, if you're the recipient of this kind of stuff, there's like a post-traumatic, stress that can get passed down to you, right? Like, you can be a perpetrator or you can be like the victim of, 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 a, of, of an act and both of those things can cause these generational strongholds to come in. So I saw that even in my own family because like my parents, they were not, they were not directly affected by the Holocaust, right? But I, could, but I saw them saying, we got to stay away from Gentiles. Right, we don't trust them. This is why us Jews just stay with each other. We just can't trust it. And then I'm born, and I was born into this environment, and I rejected it. And I rejected. It. I said no. I mean, I understand. Like, I read, like, there'd be times where like a synagogue will get spray painted with a swastika, and my parents would be like, "This is why we can't trust them." Right? And but but for me, I was like, no. I reject that. I may not want to be best friends with the guy that did the swastika, but I reject this. I got to stay away from everybody. Because the, 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 the stronghold that was in my family, like the fear, the fear of non Jews, was there. And it was taught to me, and I rejected it. Okay? It, just, it, it ran its course, and it just ended. And then I accepted the Lord, and I realized the guy that painted the swastika is my friend. He just doesn't know it yet. <laughs> That came from my rabbi in New Jersey. So anyway, so these things can come down the line. We see it with Abraham, with Isaac, and with Jacob. I mean, how many patterns do we see that were that were common between the patriarchs between Abraham, between the matriarchs, between between Sarah and 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 Rebecca and Rachel? These patterns we see, and I think generational strongholds can come in repeating. Sins, they can come in repeating just behavioral patterns, and they can come in repeating illness. And we see all of these things with the patriarchs. Illness, do you know like who was who was barren? Sarah was barren. She's like everybody thinks of Sarah as the one that was barren. Rebecca, Baron, Rachel, Baron. And they're not mother-daughter, but they were aunts-nieces. They all came from the same line. They all came from Abraham's father, Terah, and we see barrenness in Sarah, in Rebecca, and in Rachel, and no more. None of Jacob's kids dealt with barrenness in their lives. Three generations, it was done. We see Abraham with, with like this lying thing, with this self-protective fear thing. She's not my wife. She's my sister. What? Next generation, Isaac. He's going into the lands of the Philistines. Ah, oh, she's my sister. Same patterns repeating general, generationally. The same patterns. I mean, look at what 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 Jacob did with the with the this with with being deceived by his uncle, Laban, or in English it's Laban, but in, in Hebrew it's Laban. So we're like Laban did this old switcheroo, right? Like Jacob worked for seven years for for Rachel right and then it was dark out you know yeah. and you know and and, and it's, it's uh, you know it's time to go into the to the to the wedding chamber and here comes you know with, with the you know with the veil on here comes <laughs> here comes leia you know they probably didn't speak too much you know <laughs> You know, and then, you know, and then all of a sudden it was this deception thing, right? Look what Lovin, who was a generation higher than Jacob did. He just, he did this old switcheroo with the kids. What did Jacob do generation, they did the same thing. He dressed up like his brother did the old switcheroo. Same thing. These patterns pass from generation to generation. And the way I see it, like I see it with the patriarchs, it could be health issues like the barrenness. Okay? It could be patterns like... Like, like like, just, you know, with the, with the sister, tell her, this is my sister, right? Or it could be sinning, like the deception, the lying. All these things can potentially get passed down, okay? So there's a couple of things when we think about, like, okay, is there, in, in me, is there something generational that Adonai is looking to heal us of? This is something between you and the Lord, but I want to just kind of just fill you with this, that like if there is like some sort of, if there is some sort of illness that that you know it that's been passed, you know, from that that your family line is is susceptible to, it very well may be this generational stronghold that the Lord is looking to heal you of. Is there a fear? Is there a fear in your life? Like like a, like an like an irrational fear? Like, where did this come from? Why am I so scared of this? Maybe it's something that we need to, to, we need to take care of or pray about from a generational stronghold perspective. Is there things that that you know happened up the line? Was there idolatry? Was there a a cult? Was there trauma? Was there trauma? Was there trauma? Because like I said, trauma can get in. Okay, you have the like the racist that may have like a racism in their line, okay. But then you have the recipients of the racism, and the trauma that they feel, which also needs to get healed. And as even these days, as the world is talking so much about racism, the trauma needs to get healed. Also, it's part of the healing equation. And I tell you, this is somebody like I said who dealt with anti-Semitism. For me, this. The, 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 the effects of anti-semitism in my line had to be healed in me so I could be set free and call the guy who's painting the swastika my friend who doesn't know he's my friend yet. Okay, That needed to happen in me, so there's so much that needs to get healed in us from all aspects of these things. Okay? Susie, when she went to uh, Pleasant Valley Church, when she had, was having health issues and she was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis, even though she didn't have multiple sclerosis, but she did go through this miraculous healing, they were taking her through repentance for like everything. They were like, "What does your father, does your, do, did you, anybody in your generations deal with Freemasonry? If so, we're going to repent about that. And Susie was like, you know, I am, I, I am dealing with health issues. I am so sick. I don't know and I don't care. Yes, they dealt with Fre- Freemasonry. I repent the Freemasonry. I don't even know if he did it or not. I don't care. I want to get rid of this thing. You know, like did you did your parents, you know, walk on lo- one leg and then hop? You know, and 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 I don't I don't know. Some that's not really sinful, is it? Yes, my parents walked on one leg and hopped. I repent for that. You know what I'm saying? Like she was like she was so desperate to have this thing healed in her. She's like I don't care. I don't know and I don't care. Yeah, I'll repent for it. Okay, so there are things that we, that we should consider or just need to think about, right? If, if this is something that came from, a, from the generations, if there's something attached to our, to our genetics that Adonai needs to take care of, and I tell you again, it is not your responsibility to take care of it. He may elect to have it end with you and go no farther, but if he elects for it not to be with you and it goes down to your children, I believe he does this because he's full of mercy. Because I believe that when's we, whenever it's, it's dealt with, whenever it has its end, whether it's you or your kids or your grandkids, when it's done, it's done even up the line. So your grandparents may have messed it up, you, your, your parents may have messed it up, you could not, not take care of it. Your kids are set free from it, and it's away. It's, it's and the, this iniquity that's been visiting is no longer visiting. It's taken care of. It's completely out of the generational line. So your parents and grandparents can be set free. This is why in the, in the, in the, in the um, Ten Commandments, when it talks about this, it's so integrated with his mercy because he says, I forgive iniquity, but I will do this. And I think that the forgiving of the iniquity and the allowing it to visit are related because it gives another generation the opportunity to repent of it, be done with it, have it cast out, and be set free and be forgiven. We must understand also when we think of these things, This has nothing to do with our personality traits, okay? Sometimes we think, oh, I have this personality trait that needs to be taken care of, but the root of it is not a generational stronghold. It's just that you don't like it for some reason. And what Adonai wants to set you free of is, is a dislike of yourself. Because you're fearfully and wonderfully made and he made you perfectly. And he set up your personality absolutely perfectly. So there's things about ourselves we're like, oh, I want to be set free of that. I don't like how shy I am. But it's not a generational thing. It's nothing needs to be set free or cast out of you. It is your personality. And Adonai is going to use that for his glory because it came from him. Do you understand? So what do we do about this if we have it? And I believe we all have this in some capacity. So what do we do about it? Well, we see it in scripture. What is done about it? Okay? There is something that happens all throughout the, 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 the Tanakh especially, the Old Testament, that is not done very often, and that is repenting on behalf of our fathers. We see it in the Torah. And there's this incredible connection between us and our fathers and Abraham. It says in one place that if, if my people will repent for their sins and the sins of their fathers... And I will remember my covenant with Abraham. I mean, that's like God and like all time at the same time. You know, like we repent for our sins. We repent for the sins of our, our fathers. And like God's like, oh yeah, I made a promise to Abraham and this is a child, a son, a daughter of Abraham. So he remembers that. So we, and we see that in other places in scripture also where people are, are saying, I repent for my sins and the sins of my fathers. There's even this one place, and it, it, you know, it's some people I think translate it a little differently, where Paul was was writing in 1 Corinthians, and he's teaching the church of Corinth, of Corinth about resurrection, about the, the biblical fact of resurrection. It's a whole chapter about it, just teaching them that those who are dead are going to come alive again. And in that chapter, he says, if, this, if they're not coming alive again, then why are we baptizing on behalf of the dead? Like, if, if, if they weren't going to get raised, then there's no bother in us doing that. Well, that's kind of odd, you know, because, like, what is this whole thing about being baptized or immersed on behalf of of those who have passed on? Because there's something about the generations that Adonai sees it all at the same time because he's above all these things. He's above all generations. He can say hi to you and hi to Abraham and hi to Adam all in the same breath. So he sees it all. So when we, we when we... Repent on behalf of our fathers. He's there with our fathers. You're forgiven. That's how I see it. So, I am, I am not going to stage a Pentecost moment, <laughs> but I can't just teach about it and fill your head with knowledge. I have to pray about it and pray over you and just, just, just allow Adonai to uh, speak to you about what might be from your generations that Adonai wants to set you free from. All right? So thank you, Adonai. We love you, Lord. We love you, Adonai. We love that we serve a God who is in all time at the same time. We would not want to serve a God who is too weak to heal us and heal our great-great-grandparents at the same time. We wouldn't want to serve a God who is limited by time and finite time and linear time like we are. We serve a God who is infinite. We serve you and you are infinite. We serve you and because you can bring your infinite love into a moment and at the same time bring infinite love to another generation, to another place, at the same time because you are Unlimited. And this is why, Adonai, that we love you. And this is why we are so, so forever grateful to be in relationship with you. Because your love is not limited. Your love is stronger than death. Your love is stronger than death. Your love is stronger than death. death. This is why you put it in the heart of some rabbi 2,000 years ago or 2,500 years ago when he wrote the prayer, the Amidah, faithful are you to revive the dead. You remember the patriarchs. Why do you remember the patriarchs? Why would you remember the patriarchs if you didn't care yourself of of previous generations? Why do you remember the promises to Abraham? Because you are faithful, Father. Because you are faithful. You are faithful. You are faithful. Thank you, Adonai. Thank you, Adonai. Father, in me and in us, if there is a sin, if there is a stronghold, if there is a fear, if there is a, a, a breaking of your commands, an idolatry, something that happened, Father, in our generational line. that is is causing us to... that we've taken a part of, that we've we've kind of been visited by and have led into the house. There is something that we've been visited by that we've led into the house. Mm. Father, we repent. I repent. And we repent on behalf of our parents. I repent on behalf of my parents. We repent on behalf... our grandparents, I repent on behalf of my grandparents and our great-grandparents and our great-great-grandparents. Father, if there was an iniquity that they co-opted with, Father, I repent on behalf of them. Yeshua's name, I repent on behalf of Pray, Father, for the blood of the Lamb to be effected in them right now. Cover them, we ask God and I, and forgive them in the name of Yeshua. For if they knew You, or even if they didn't know You, but didn't have, but they, if they had the strength, they wouldn't have done what they did. So I ask You, Lord, to forgive our fathers, our forefathers their iniquity, and forgive us for our iniquity, and we forgive our fathers, and we forgive our mothers, and we forgive our grandparents and our great-grandparents, for if they had the strength, they would not have done what they did, and they would not have said what they said, and linked up with what they linked up. So forgive them, Adonai. And I pray right now, Lord, in the name of Yeshua, for generational strongholds, where it's your will, Father, for this to be nipped today. I pray, Adonai, that you receive our corporate prayer of asking for forgiveness for our sins and our father's sins, and to cover our fathers with the blood of the Lamb. I pray, Adonai, that you receive it and that you affect it and you set our parents and grandparents and great-grandparents and great-great-great-grandparents, three or four generations, I pray, Adonai, today you set them free and take this iniquity that's been visiting my line, our line, and cast it to the bottom of the sea in Yeshua's name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Adonai. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Faithful are you to revive the dead.
1: Blessed are you who
0: revives the dead. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Adonai. Praise you, Lord. 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 Father, we pray for the generation underneath us. We pray for our children, Adonai. We pray, Adonai, that that we receive, Lord God, that if you have, if you if you get rid of us and get rid of it in us, Adonai, that it goes, it goes away from our generational lines. So and We pray, Adonai, that you set them free. We pray against, and we we speak to you about, and pray against addictions that are in our lines, that even have passed down into our kids. Father, we repent on behalf of ourselves and our fathers for allowing a spirit of addiction to enter into our genetics. And we ask in Yeshua's name to set us free. and Set our children free. Set our children free. Set our children free, free, Father. Set our children free. Throw it to the bottom of the sea where there's a sign that says no fishing allowed so we don't go trying to pick it up again father help us to identify what is a generational stronghold and what is not help us to know adonai that you love us help us to know adonai that you have formed us you've knitted us Help us to understand that you took every cell in our being and attached them together. Every cell. Father, comfort us in these areas where we dislike ourselves. I speak against the spirit of an unloving spirit, a spirit that does not love or like ourselves. I speak against it in Yeshua's name. Bless your name, Father. We give this to you. We give this time to you, Father. You are in all time at the same time, Adonai. So you can you can do this now. You can do this when we get home. You can do this next week, Adonai. You are you are in all time at the same time. But we give you this. We give this back to you, Adonai. Um, I pray, Lord God, that um, that the words spoken, that the meditations of our mouths and our hearts are acceptable to you, Lord God, and that, that you you are the God who hears and answers prayers. Yes. Lord. So Father, we give this to you. We give this to you. Holy One of Israel, the one that took a generational line that had barrenness, barrenness, for three generations of barrenness, and out of that line, brought forth the families of Israel. Three generations of barrenness, and it's through that line that he brought forth the families of Israel. Our God is an awesome God.